What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the Price Well Podcast. I am so excited because today is, is it's a long time coming. It's a long time coming. Today we're gonna be talking with Darren, Darren Decker of Caged Muscle. We're talking about Darren's experience in the sports supplement uh, industry. If you guys didn't know, he was previously at bodybuilding.com. He's now, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see he's decked out in Caged Muscle. Uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, I'm sorry because you're missing out on a lot of uh, beautifulness today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things like Cage Muscle's current plans after the last few years, the state of the industry from Darren's eyes, and maybe even get a sneak peek at some new things coming in 2021, 2022. It's so weird saying 2022. It is. It's, it's a wash. But it's I'm so wash. soaked today, Darren. Like, really, thank you for joining. If uh, I think I can share a little bit of a story. I met Darren in Boise. Like, I literally didn't even know Darren walked into bodybuilding.com in, in a past life that we're not going to talk about on this podcast. But uh at the time I walked in and I met a man drinking, I think you were drinking a 32 ounce monster. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. And I remember you finishing it during the meeting and it was only like a 45 minute meeting. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, what do they call it? The, the grammar, at least the grammar, well, at least I was a grammar <laughs> day at BBCom, like, yeah. Uh, like so, water. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited about this. And, yeah. uh, I'm, uh, let me, I don't, I don't mean do to cut you off. Ben, do you know, Parker. Um, well, I want to say thanks, uh, for having me on. I know we've, you know, I, I tried, I tried to get on when I was at bodybuilding.com. <laughs> we don't want that guy. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's, it's been great being at cage since February of this year. Um, you know, I've followed price plow for, for a really long time. Um, and you know, of course, I follow the companies that you've been involved with uh, in your past as well. Um, and, you know, I think over the last two years, uh, we've really kind of uh, began a pretty good friendship, you know, uh, outside of just price plow and content. But really, we're both, uh, I, I'll, I'll steal from, from Dan here, students of the game, right? Mm. Students of uh, sports nutrition. We really care about this space and the passion for it. That's why I'm excited to talk about how, how I got into this space um with you today because i know I, I see questions that you get um and other uh content creators out there like how do i get into supplements and um you know a lot of people have stories like you know i started gnc i started vitamin shop well that doesn't necessarily need to be the case right yeah like um and we'll, we'll get into that more uh but i'm really excited about today excited to talk a little bit about cage not too much um, but cause we got, we got a lot of stuff behind the curtain. I am not allowed to share, um, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm excited to at least be here and, and interact with the price plow community. Yeah. I, one of the things I was so excited about for this was like, when I sit down and like plan a podcast, like usually the day before I think about like really what the major takeaway is. And there's like so many different parts of this because this could just be a caged podcast, you know, like there's enough content there to talk about caged. Um, and th there is definitely gonna be some of that. But the other thing you talked about really is huge, because we do get a lot of people um, just because of where we are in the industry asking about how to get in, um, mm -hmm. you know, because we work with a lot of different people at different levels, whether it's raw ingredients, or distributors, or e commerce platforms, or just brands, a lot of people want to know how to get involved. And, and I did, like you said, I started a GNC environment shop, I did both. And uh, I just happened to catch a lucky break with where I went. But a lot of people um, are stuck at a job in a different industry, and they love what we do, and they want to be involved. And so there is really a lot to talk about there. So if you're listening, and you're interested in any of that, I would recommend you follow through because I don't know what we're going to say, but we're gonna say something good. 
So, so let's do me a favor and talk about really where did you come from? Because kind of a couple of things that I wanted to touch on just so you know, is like your bodybuilding.com experience, how you got there and what bodybuilding.com brings with you to cage. Yeah. So just so you know, and I'm sure, I mean, you probably never even thought of this. Darren Decker came out of the blue. <laughs> Right, like this guy came from yeah. nowhere. Where yeah. was he? Um, and sorry, I don't, I don't mean to talk no. about some third person. No. <laughs> I always tell people that you came from Groupon. Yeah, and and that's and that's where it, it all started for me. Um, you know, I I was fascinated by. Um, I'll give you a little two cents about uh, kind of my psyche, right? Like. I'm a, I'm a sales person, right? That's, I have a personality for sales and a face for radio. And, um, and I used to go to car dealerships all the time just to interact with sales reps okay. um, because I loved the back and forth, the negotiation. Yeah. I think from the time I was 16 to the time I was maybe 20, um, I had like seven or eight different vehicles that I like traded or done whatever terrible financial advice yeah, never of course two two motorcycles by that time just because of the rush I had from like communicating with sales reps <laughs> and I used to do the same thing at my local GNC and um, I'd go in there I'd ask about different products I would go to bodybuilding.com first before I'd go in and then I'd kind of test the GNC employee to see if they were full of shit or not cool um, and but that that's this weird psyche of education and negotiation and where it kind of all came about. Um, but that's, that's like where my, my course started was at GNC interacting. Why is this stuff behind a glass case? That must be the good stuff. All right, let me go search the internet at that time. I'm not that old folks search the internet. <laughs> Um, and figure out why the stuff's back there, what, what's making it different. And I, I use bodybuilding.com as probably many people did for a major source of their education for a long sure. period of time. Um, I know you were your baby of the forums, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. so that's kind of where, where it, like it, the, the intrigue of sports nutrition started. And then I was a college athlete, right? I did shot put discus and hammer in college. And I always wanted to level up my game because I was weightlifting tons and I wanted, I took all the protein in the world. I drank, hell, I drank a lot of Dimatize. I was ISO 100 till I die, casing at night, like just. Oh, you, you really drank the Kool-Aid. I drank the Kool-Aid so hard. Um, and, and then, you know, creatine, I think I was, it was like the NO3 and like, it was a yeah. boxes, right? NO3 MRI, I think. And then they had this creatine formula and you stack these pills together and together it was the ultimate thing. But really it's just like an NO product and creatine yeah. at the time. But for me, I'm like, I'm on steroids. You that know? was the answer back then. You know, I couldn't tell you the amount of times I went to GNC and came home with a, like 17 <laughs> bottles. And I was like, this is the, this is the month. Like, yeah. this is it. This is it. <laughs> um, but no, it's, but it's, but it's funny looking back and it's like, those things that I felt worked back then, well, holy shit, creatine works. Yeah. <laughs> well, holy shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> nitric, nitric oxide works to give you uh, vasodilation and pumps yeah. in, in the gym. Okay, cool. Like, you know, but it's, it's, and it's, it's probably then that I, I probably maybe years after I realized, wow, it's all marketing, baby. 
Mm-hmm. Right? A lot, a lot of the importance of this industry is around marketing. Um, and, and that for me was fun. And so I went to school for, for marketing, um, and really focused on how to tell a story. And then I also did a, a minor degree in speech communications and almost minored in sociology because I thought that I could marry my personality of sales person, right. With a marketing mind, with understanding people to be like the total package when I wanted to make something for myself someday. Right. Um, so that was, that was actually the key. And then, um, and then, yeah, I got into, uh, sports nutrition later down the road. It was my like third, like my second, second job out of college. I got into sports nutrition. I think that pretty well sums up who you are though. You know, you're a VP of sales, but um, (laughs) partnerships and branding and stories, I think are, I I think as a person who has worked in marketing and sales, uh, those teams almost never agree, like almost never, ever agree. And when you can find common ground, it's really important. It's it's, it's way more fun too, right? Yeah. Especially, especially if you have marketers that understand the industry. Yeah. Like and get and get it a little bit more, you know, instead yeah. of just like I'm a marketer, I'm going to create, you know, a cool campaign. Um, yeah, that's great. But like, what's it like, put yourself in the shoes of that individual that's trying to accomplish that goal. Like, yeah, they're the ones putting in all the work. Like, so how do I feel you- like e-commerce is really marrying all of that because you have folk who like the sales reps of today's day and age, there are a few companies and they're mostly legacy companies, which is a, a word we should come back to. Um, they still have outside sales reps, but outside of international, we'll give Manny a, a break here. Manny. How, <laughs> how many, uh, you know, growing, thriving companies do you know that have outside sales reps? It's, it's few and far between sales reps are either inside or it's a lot of e-commerce work. Yeah. I think, you know, when you, when you look at some of the companies that experience like a lot of growth over the last just take, take the last five years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them did not have massive sales forces. They had right. potentially regional folks um, and they had massive amounts of potentially inbound in, in-house sales reps yeah. and, or an ambassador program uh, that made everyone that interacted with their brand eligible to recommend and um, get discounts on, on product and, and reach, reach a an influencer market. Right. And I sure. I don't mean influencer like influencer on social media. I mean someone in the gym that's doing the work and you're seeing results is an influential individual in that small pocket of people. Right. Right? And those are the people that have, in my opinion, the gold, right? Because that's yep. those are the relationships that you have. There's a reason that these companies like Advocare still exist because they're targeting these individual um influencers at a community level yeah. um, that then you know allows them to to try and if it tastes good and i feel good because i'm working out then it must be working right yeah so, it forms like a pyramid shape sometimes right it's like, <laughs> a triangle it's like if you if you hung you know let's say jay cutler upside down yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> Yeah. And so I think that really kind of uh, brings together what you do, because at BBCom, you did a lot of partnerships, right? You work and and, uh, partnerships is not sales, but at some points you do need to talk negotiations. Yeah. But you really, you really, uh, you bring together a lot of these different departments. And one of the things that I like about you, because this industry has a lot of different tiers Mm -hmm. of like, 
like different thinkers, people who think small, people who think large. And there's that legacy group on top, which doesn't kind of regard the industry at all. They do their own thing. But you look at people who are doing well and you're like, why can't I do that? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, all of my podcasts at some point give these guys some credit, but uh, a lot of people look at ghost and it's Mm -hmm. either, wow, they're doing really well. I could never do that. Or I should copy that. But very few people look at that and think I could do that in my way. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and one of the things that I, I admire about the way that you work is, is that's you take inspiration from other people and you, you give them credit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you guys, no matter where you are, if it's BBCom or cage muscle, and it seems a lot of it is happening at cage muscle right now, you're just audacious with it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, I think that's like, a, you know, I, I wrote this in like the, the Snoop group last night. I don't know if you saw my post, but um and, and I'm, I'm beginning to see it, right? Because it's it's starting to p- become more apparent in this mind shift where um, we are in a way becoming more of like an, an, a, an abundance economy, like within mm-hmm. sports nutrition, where in the past it was very like cutthroat, screw these guys, let's get shelf placement, like s- step up, let's step on our competitors next just to, just to make an extra dollar. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's, that's not authentic. And at the end of the day, it's probably only going to hurt the consumer, right? For me, the best thing that we as an industry could do for our consumer is have the greatest and best brands that are the most transparent um, and operating above board, like rally together to basically educate the masses on why there are so many let's not call them shady characters, but characters that, have, that operate below board um, within this space that really it, it hinders people's entrance into brands like Cage, into Ghost, into Glaxon, and even into like Nutribolt sometimes because they're like, oh, like, no, I know about sports nutrition. My doctor said, don't take creatine. And, you know, and a lot of that is because of adverse events or bad news press articles that occur because of nefarious players mm-hmm. not because of brands like caged not because of brands like optimum nutrition um but because of these joe schmoes that are in your local uh, mom and pop um you know unfortunately aren't doing things the appropriate way and yeah. you know which is which makes our jobs harder which makes us have to spend more money on marketing um but at the end of the day i think we will win Right. Yeah, I think there's two parts to that. The the first part is is you're kind of like saying, like, we don't win by fighting each other. And that is something that I've kind of seen over the last year. And I've even as a third party media group have had to adopt a little bit because it's really easy for me to talk a lot of trash about bad companies and stuff. And it it always comes back somehow, you know, and whether or not I'm right. I I mean, I am. We we both can agree. There's a lot of bad players um, by trashing others others in the industry we're trashing ourselves yeah i think um banding together and working with the other good folk to set the right example to use the right ingredients to follow the laws that ironically you know deshaya we all voted in um you know like uh, people like to say like the fda is coming after us we we voted on deshaya it's our own fault um all of that kind of positivity and and community will do much more than bringing anyone else down, fighting over shelf space, fighting over uh, partnerships and stuff like that. Uh, and it seems to me like the most successful people are the ones that are lifting others up. Yeah. You know, but also, but also like the, the one thing I will say is like, 
even these other players, right? Like they're going to, they're going to get their, their piece of pie. They're going to, yeah. they're going to make some quick cash. Right. But at the same time, I look at them like, how are, how are they getting this demo of 18 year olds? Oh shit. They're on TikTok. Yeah. They launched on TikTok. They're yeah. on the curve. They're riding a wave of social and on trend. They're doing it better than we are. Mm-hmm. So like while their, their products may, may not stand up to us in, in my humble opinion, they're doing something else better, which means we got to level up. Yeah. We, we, we have to ride that wave and we have to be at our A game in every aspect of this business to make sure that we can take advantage of those markets. Because I think if you, if you put it side by side to someone, well, you're going to, you're going to feel ours too, right? Like we're not going to stim you out with 500 milligrams of caffeine by any means, but um, you know, we're, we're going to be effective and we're going to be a product that you can take for the longevity of your life. So, right. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know the, 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 the folks that I see that are the most successful are able to say, you know what, maybe my product's not for you. Maybe that one is for you yep. and that's okay. You know, uh, the folks who get really pissed off when you say, you know, I don't, I don't like that. That that's those guys are are fighting for shelf space. I don't think Cage is fighting for shelf space. You know, yeah. uh, so I I think like that abundance economy is is a really good point. I think that we all need to be a little bit happier with what we're doing because we are doing really well as an industry. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the converse side of things, you're talking about the amount of money you have to spend on marketing for uh, good is showing that you're 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 good you're following the law imagine if people didn't break the law how much money you could save on like your nsf certifications and stuff i mean tons right (laughs) absolutely save so much money because what we have uh you know our co-manufacturer tests our products we have our micro peer testing and we're uh informed sports certification which just tests for any banned substances to ensure our Mm -hmm. co-man doing anything nefarious right we we i there's no way our, our co-man does. Um, we operate at a pretty pretty wonderful partner, in my opinion, from uh, what I've been exposed to so far. Um, so yeah, it's it's crazy, but it actually leads me to to kind of what your initial question was, which is like a Groupon, right? Yeah. Um, so Groupon had a do not run list of products um, when I when I joined the goods team, which was a, the products team, um, and that was like their quote unquote e-commerce piece where they're actually selling physical goods, not just, um, you know, get 50% off your local donut shop in Portland. Okay. Um, you know, so I was, I was a toys, kids and games buyer first. Right. Cool. So like, I went to New York toy fair. I was flying helicopters around the office. Like uh, any, any 24 year olds, like dream job, like we're drinking beers at four o'clock and just having a good time. And, and we were crushing it, you know, billion dollar run rate. You know, why did you come to this industry? Like it sounds way more on brand for you. <laughs> toys, toys are fun. I still like to have fun. Um, but I was, I was, I was so passionate about this industry in general. Yeah. Um, I went to my DMM at the time, and I'm like, I think it's a massive mistake that you guys, uh, that are, are, I guess our CEO at the time, Andrew Mason, had like diet pills and sports nutritional supplements as as a do not run list for goods, uh, because he was one of those that did not trust this industry, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't want bad experiences. He didn't want the liability of potentially selling something and someone having adverse event, all that stuff. So I put together a presentation and um, I got the, I got the okay. Cool. Right. And so they made me a buyer of supplements 
uh, I was supplements, alcohol, and food. Um, and I focused on supplements, but I so they were grouponing alcohol before they were supplements. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like wine, like wine deals to specific States that allowed like, okay. uh, cross border trade with wine, well, um, booze, booze, but, but wine. Um, and so, you know, I got that approval and literally within a quarter, like from when I launched it in January to the end of March, I was at a $60 million run rate in sales for sports nutrition on Groupon. Now, my biggest customers, of course, I was doing off-brand or not off-brand, but like kind of stuff that was a little bit short dated for your typical retail outlets. Sure. But this was in 2000 and what, 2012. Um, so everything was starting to shift econ. This is when BBCon was seeing massive growth and that's yeah. who I followed. I'm like, these guys are growing. We should jump on this bandwagon and we just crushed it. I mean, I worked with Iovate, I worked with Optimum, BSN, I worked with Muscle Farm. Um, so I, I, got, I got to know some of these brands um, through Groupon first and foremost, and we used to just do crazy amounts of volume. I mean, I think I did an NO Explode deal where I sold maybe 18,000 tubs in 24 hours. Um, and that's, that's- That was volume for back then. Oh, yeah. Like I, we, I, so we have a few CEOs watching this podcast right now. I think 18 in, in 24 hours, but at that time, what did you say? 2012, that was pretty good. You know, yeah, that's, that's pretty good, especially for a brand new channel Yeah. when typically, you know, everyone's fight, everyone up until probably this last year, for the most part, the majority of the industry has been fighting for growth, Yeah. fighting to gain demand. Right. Um, now we're fighting to maintain demand. Um, or catch up with demand that is from a supply standpoint. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's how it all started. And then um, I, I saw a very unique opportunities after I've been doing that for six months of, you know, private label um, mm. for, for BB. Um, you know, I saw these, these bottles of, you know, fat burners, colon cleanser, like all that, all this, the, the janky, like Dr. Oz stuff. Um, and I was like, there's no way this should cost $12 um, for BBCom to do. Right. Um, let me go find an investor and um, I'll, I'll private label for, um, that's it, that's it, You said BBCom, yeah. I meant Groupon. Uh, I'll private yeah. label for Groupon um, and I'll manage it and I'll drop ship so they don't need to house inventory and I'll get it all out within 24 So you cut hours. out the middleman pretty much. Yeah, I just had an investor and then I went down and that's how I got to know uh, Joaquin at uh, Betancourt. Okay. Because they had Nutrisource uh, right. down in, in South Florida. And so they were doing my private label for me. Oh, cool. Uh, at the time. And yeah, we used to get lunch and he'd take me out for, for tacos and stuff. We had a good time and I built a really good relationship with him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I put together three different private labels for, for Groupon. And we were, we were churning. Um, you know, I was, I was selling like, I think Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, like a three-day deal. I did 180,000 bottles of like a fat burner, um, cool. you know, cause it was, it was the buy threes, but uh, of yeah. course these are not, not effective, not well-dosed proprietary blends of BS guys. Like I was part of the shittiness I'm talking about. Like I was, and, um, and it, and it, and it burnt out quick, right? These aren't brands that lasted forever. These were cash. These are cash grabs that people do when, when the demand's there. Um, and so I, I did that and I learned a lot and I was like, I don't like this. 
Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't feel good about myself. I don't feel like I'm helping anyone. Um, and so then I started looking at how could I, how could I create my own thing? And then protocol nutrition was something I launched. I sent yep. you that video where it was about that small circle of influence. Um, but I was too young and I had spent my money on fancy cars and stuff living in South Florida because that's what you do. Um, so I, I, that one burnt, that one fizzled out. But while in South Florida, I also got to meet PJ Braun and I got to meet Aaron Singerman and I got to rep Prime Nutrition into Groupon for them because I turned myself into a rep uh, for a little while too of, of some brands. And so again, I'm just getting into the industry. Um, but then South Florida, if you know me, you know, I, I don't belong in South Florida. That's not who I am. Um, I don't wear floral tees. I don't club. I don't, um, you know, do, do too much. Um, other than, um, just have, have fun and a, and a nice cocktail. Um, so I, I moved back to the Midwest and was like, okay, that's not for me, but I, I'm loving the science. And so then I was like, I'm going to be a pharma rep. I'm going to learn the science of like, the body and how pharmaceuticals work and the true restrictions, right. Of right. an industry of what that looks like. And then I got into pharmaceuticals. And I'm like, it used to be wild, but I got in when your hands are absolutely tied. And I learned what like the FTC means and what you can and can't say in a doctor's office. And I became a, uh, basically, I told my friends that I was a glorified caterer um, because that's kind of, yeah. Sorry for anyone that's in the pharmaceutical industry. I, I, I mean, no disrespect by saying that. Um, there is value. Um, but for me, I was just really, I was like, at least in my territory, like they just wanted lunch from me and to mm -hmm. have a conversation with a cute young single guy at the time. And that was about it. Now, you're not the only person to say that. I've met other supplement reps or whatever's that have moved into pharma thinking like, if I can make it in supplements, I can definitely make it in pharma. And you end up just sitting in the corner with the doctor and like, they're like, don't speak to me unless I speak to you. Like that exactly. And, um, but it was, it was a great crash course on the science, right? Like I got to understand the body. I, I worked with, um, so the, the, the drugs that I was, I was, uh, selling and representing were like beta blocker heart medication. So I got to work with like cardiologists cool. who are some of the most brilliant people out there. Um, I was really fascinated, um, with working with neurologists because I sold a drug called Namenda, um, which again, I'm in these offices talking about the mechanisms of, you know, why Alzheimer's, why people have issues with like, uh, neurotransmitters firing, and I'm, I'm into, I'm into nootropics, right? Like I'm very, mm -hmm. very into it. So I'm like, why don't you just give them like choline sources, you know, to, to fire it. And some of the doctors were like, that's, that's like the first step, like for many of us, but many were like, what supplements? No, like we won't do that. But some of the, like the more progressive ones were looking to uh, this industry to yeah. help be that first step before they actually put them on a pharmaceutical grade product. Um, and for me, I was like, all right, there's, there's, there's something here, right? There's something that these, these products can probably actually do some more for you than I probably was giving them credit for. And then I started kind of digging in back more into the sports nutrition, mm -hmm. missing it a little bit. Um, and then I wanted to get into the hospital setting and that's when I kind of took a job. Um, so I could like train nurses, um, on Foley catheters and urology, which is, we don't even need to get into that. Let's not, um, I'm already getting heebie-jeebies thinking about it. Yeah. But, um, 
but because I was like, I was good at it. I was good at training. I understood the science. I understood the manufacturing and all the costs. Like you basically own your PL in that position that I was in. It's going to China, sourcing products. Um, so I got, I got, I really got a, a really good grasp of just like running your own business. Um, and then I reached out to bodybuilding.com and I was like, Hey, I really want to get back into this industry. I have a massive amount of skill sets from all, all areas. Um, I've been a buyer before you need a category manager. I would, I would love a run at it. And I took a massive pay cut. <laughs> like I took a massive pay cut, took my family from Chicago to Boise, Idaho to be part of a team that could potentially turn this company that I found so much value from growing up, um, turning it around. And, um, I got to, to bear witness to kind of what, what had occurred in the past to kind of allow for the decline, but also, um, you know, really buy into some of the, the good stuff that's happening there. And I, I left, um, right as they, I think really starting to, to flip a, a new switch from like a tech, a tech standpoint that was kind of handcuffing them and, um, excited to see like where they, where they come out in the future, uh, to be honest, but that's, that's kind of, um, where I am now that, that brings us to today. And so kind of all over the place, but all always like health focus, uh, since basically 2012. What, um, what year did you get into BBCom? I got in, in two, just 2018 felt I was only there for like, um, like two and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, like right before I met you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Uh, and, and you got, like you said, you kind of got to see the I, I hate to say like the decline of bodybuilding.com. They're doing, they're doing some good stuff. They're doing fine things, but um, you, you got to be up close and personal behind the scenes to see where the bottlenecks or the handcuffs were, but also to see where the strengths were, which is something, a couple of things we always talked about. It's like what, what bodybuilding.com does better than anyone else, but also some places where they probably could do a better job as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's tough within, you know, the being in a digital space, right? Like I, I was in digital at, at, at Groupon and they, they had the traffic, right? They had, they had this email list and that was really the only major lever that you were pulling. Like if you got on email, you were selling some stuff, yeah. you know, BBCom didn't necessarily have that amount of like customers that like Groupon had. Um, Cause it's, it's still a, a specialty field right you're mm -hmm. a specialty retailer that's why I'm, I'm excited for them because you know they they have partnerships that just come on board i don't know if you you saw but like they have reebok shoes on on wow. inside they have under armor co-branded stuff cool. um, um all these new partnerships that they're bringing on because the the consumer of fitness also buys accessories right yeah, like absolutely they don't, they don't want to just go buy supplements. That's, that's why they go to Amazon. Cause they buy their toilet paper and their protein. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's the world we live in. And they're starting to, they're, they're really seeing that. Um, and then also bringing on some, some innovation. Like that was the first thing I said is like, we keep leaning into quote unquote legacy. Um, when the, when the buzz of newness and driving new customers in is, is going to be around, uh, some of these, these new guys that are catching attention, right? Yeah. Like, you, you got to catch the attention as the attention focus of, of the industries on it. And that's how you, I think, garner success. Yeah, I definitely, I understand all that. I think for me, BBCom's biggest strength led into their biggest bottleneck was their content was unmatched in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Muscle and Strength does an awesome job with interesting stuff with bodybuilders, but 
bodybuilding.com always had the best trainers, the best uh, content series is the best, uh, uh, just things to learn from, but never converted off of that. Yeah. And you know, it's, it was, it's funny. Um, you know, I've, 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 I've left BB since February and I, I literally today decided I'm probably going to buy body fit again. Um, this is huge. um, so the app for tracking all, all the content for training that they have, the fact that you you are randomly going to go to the gym and you want just a, a stacked shoulder method. Mm-hmm. And I can go and see um, see basically 500 different one-day shoulder routines right there. And I can just yeah. pick one and select it. And I know the duration of time. Like I got 45 minutes to hit a shoulder routine. Boom. And I have it all and I can track it all and it saves it. For, like, that's pretty cool. I don't know how like much marketing they've been putting behind that yeah users that are involved in it uh at least for me like i found a tremendous amount of value from that even just being an employee um, yeah you know that's that to me was was something that that i definitely i, I missed about the perks of, of the job was having a, a free access to, to that <laughs> application and all that content well the archive is so long like you can watch chris gethin's shoulder workout from last week or you can watch Jim Stepani before he went crazy, you know, like you can, you can watch all of it and it's all there. Like Steve Cook, I remember big man on campus, so I think is the most watched uh, content series on bodybuilding of all time. Is, is it big man? No, it's it's living large. It's no, gotta- you're right. It is living large. Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, who shot that um, or who, who was that? That wasn't Poe, was it? It was, was Poe. I remember. So Poe po is now with, Case yeah. muscle little um, plug. and yeah, little little plug there for my my content counterpart. Yeah, uh, yeah. So again, he's he's got major plans for KM content. Um, yeah. and I'm excited. I'm, you know, one of the reasons I came on board is because I respect the hell out of that guy. I think he's he's a he's a great leader, a great mind, um, and you know, giving him the tools to to be successful with with a guy like Chris, who's local here too, and has, yeah. And a lot of the talent that is just here in Boise from a physical standpoint, like this, there's some Jack folks in the treasure Valley. I mean, maybe not, you know, to the point that they are in in Boise, but uh, Boise, they are just juicy here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys do it all. You guys do like triathlons and like powerlifting meets in the same weekend. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. Yeah. I think that's, what's so cool about this industry though, is like the connection between all of it. I remember being in Boise, I was in a, at the time, it was it's that it's it's berserker now. At the time, yeah. it was uh, old school iron. Old school with, iron with Brandon, and I remember he said that he did the big uh, the, the uh, living big one with the, the cutler, and I was like living my like college days. Like you meet you shot him doing the cannonball in his pool. Like 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 <laughs> th- this industry is just so cool because there's such there's such like uh, history to it, and, and we oh, yeah. were there for all of it. You know. Well, it's also so small, dude. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just beginning to like really realize that, you know, even like our VP of, uh, of e-com, you know, he's, he's well-connected. We actually have similar like people that we're connected to, but didn't know that like now we work yeah. together. And so it's, it's, but it's really fun. And when you have what we were talking about, this abundance mentality where everyone's just kind of working together to drive, drive it forward in a positive way, it, it, like what, what could be better? Like you, you work in an industry that you're passionate about um, and and, you, and, you, and you're doing it with with friends, whether they're in your company or out. Like, so yeah. I think 
and that's going to make once you know we're going to more shows once we're interacting like even better and at the end of the day it's probably going to make our category managers lives better too because we're not talking shit you know we're yeah. like oh you just took on you know I, i'll talk i'll talk about gnc oh gnc our gnc bar you just took on glaxon love those guys yeah like i hope i hope they do i hope they do great right like so yeah. um but yeah, it's 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 that type of thing that is is exciting and it's 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 driving and we we can work together and we can tap each other for resources, especially now, you know, like I got guys being like, where where can we manufacture? And I'm like, I don't know, where can we manufacture? <laughs> um, yeah, but it's well, I mean, fun. you and I have known each other for some years now. We've been through ups and downs, and whenever even when you're in those downs, when you think about it in that abundance mentality, when you're thinking about like, hey. We still have so much going for us. I still work in the coolest fucking industry in the world, and it's my passion. You know, it feels so much better. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, I would say, you know, right now, right in in the state of of everything that's going on, like you all watching this that might be interested in this industry have like all the power to get into it if you just want. Like, yeah. people can't hire fast enough at this moment in time. Like, yeah. I'm sure your local vitamin shop or GNC needs people right now um mm -hmm. so if you if you are passionate about this industry you're eager to learn um do that but at the same at the same point um is, is this a good way to segue into the kind of the, the industry talk and how to get in a hundred percent then you know I, I was thinking about it before this today it's like all right like technically we're cpg right and so say say i have say we're say we're you do ice cream reviews and someone's like, how do I get into the ice cream game? What you're not going to tell them is like, Oh, you got to work in a grocery store first. Yeah. It's the same thing. You don't need to work at GNC or vitamin shop to be in this industry. It's just um, a really easy, it's there's 3,400 GNCs in America. I think, I think after uh, post closing them and there's, yeah. I think 750 vitamin shops. Like if I need, like, if I say the word vitamin shop, you initially right know where the closest one is right now, you know, yeah, sure. and that's an easy place for you to start to work. And the thing that I always recommend is when the reps come in, you, you schmooze with them, you talk with them, you learn who they are and you get to know them. Uh, there are a lot of other opportunities. I, I mean, just myself, I prefer people to jobs. Um, you know, people who like you and myself who are, uh, consumer facing usually yeah. do you can you, I'm, I'm sure you get a DM every here and there. Hey, are you hiring or whatever? That's another way to go after it. I'm not that i'm not that big so really sure. you're like you're like you <laughs> so i got like i got 500 followers and 250 are my family so i just kind of imagine that with all the content that you put out that people are like commenting and they know where you're from not that i'm not that funny bro um so no but no i'm i'm, I'm completely I, I completely hear you i'm with you on that um the thing i was going to say is that these these are all standalone businesses right mm -hmm. so like and it's, and when people say, how do I get into the industry? Well, it's, you gotta, you gotta fine tune that ask, right? Yeah. How do I, how do I work for a brand? Okay. Well, most brands are going to have marketing sections, social sections, supply chain, logistics, finance, um, sales, potentially, um, you know, like you, I would say probably the biggest factor, biggest benefit I have as a current VP of sales is I've done retail, mm -hmm. right? Like as a as a category manager, as a buyer. And so I think, and you see that within like, like Macy's or, you know, the old school, like retail, like category managers, 
division merchandise managers, they will flip flop, right? To brands because they know what to look for and how to communicate with the category managers to make their lives easier. Like, that's what I told Michael, like when I, when I was talking to him about this position is like, I know that being a category manager, there are reps that I just won't even talk to because I can't have like a really good conversation with, and they don't understand what my business goals are as a category manager. They don't, they can't do the math to tell me what my projected lift is. They, they're having a hard time understanding like promotional credits, um, you know, just communication turns. Like if I ask someone what AUR, if I'm saying AUR on a call with a rep, they're like, what is that? Well, that's your average unit retail. Uh, like that's your average unit retail and sales. You should, you as the person managing your business should likely know that. And so um, I found that my past experience in buying and category management would make me even better leading a brand into category uh, on this side. And, and so far, I think it's, I think it's been good. I'll, I'll if, if any category manager that's, that's worked <laughs> with me in the past, thumbs up and thumbs down, how am I doing? You know, like that's, that's about it. <laughs> I, I think um, you, you hit on a pretty good point about like, like uh, what you bring to the table and it, my my initial if you watch my q a's my initial is always like yeah you can absolutely make it into this industry um you can find a place for yourself always uh and i think one of the things that's nice about getting into retail is it kind of helps you find out what your skills are right yeah. but for the most part my uh because the other side of the question is i can't find a job i can't find a sponsorship no one wants to give me money for what i do my question is always like a partnership is a relationship like an employment is a relationship, whatever, whatever word you want to put on this, it's a relationship and it's a two way street. What do you bring to the table? Right? Like the most, uh, the most common question I get is how do I get sponsored by ghost? Well, (laughs) right. They already have a kick-ass videographer, photographer. They already have a hundred different content creators that create content. What are you going to bring to the table? Right? So I think a lot of these people, these folks should be looking elsewhere in the industry and should be looking inwards really. Yeah. What can you do to bring, like, we had one person asking, like, I want to get a job in the industry. Like, well, or well, what do you do? I'm an accountant. Well, dude, that's an easy way uh, again. That's yeah. like, go on LinkedIn, look for supplement companies that need accountants. That's that. like, I know a few companies that could use their books being a little bit better. You know what I mean? People who Who's, don't understand their promotional credits at bodybuilding.com. Well, let's, <laughs> well, let's just, let's just, let's just call it what it is. And I'll show a little bit of transparency. Um, there, there are, and we've talked about this in the past, there are companies within sports nutrition that have their big, nice Ferraris wrapped and they have like, you know, these vehicles and like, it's, it's, it's all show. I don't believe that any of these companies are actually in the black. Most likely they're in the red, yeah. right? Like this, this industry is all about cash flow. Um, mm-hmm. and and if you're doing it right, like some of the companies we're talking about, the margins in a fully transparent, fully loaded product are not that of those that might have prop blends and are underdosed. Yeah. And so for companies like KM or Ghost that have been around for five plus years, you're going to need to have really good books. You're going to have to have really good uh, cash flow, financials and um kind of future look at cash flow um 
dialed in or else you could find yourself upside down pretty darn quickly, especially when you're in places like vitamin shop, GNC that are going to have a lot of inventory need and you're not going to get paid right away. So if you don't have that, that hefty bank account, you're going to be running a little thin. Yeah. Uh, so that's just my, my cautionary tale that what you see, which everyone should know by now on the internet is not always the reality of life. Um, and so that's, there's my dad wisdom. I, I, yeah. And I think that the whole thing really brings up a lot of depth to the industry because there's so much, like when you look at, I think part of the problem is when you look at the industry, you see um, CEOs, you see folks like ourselves who are somewhere between sales and marketing, and you see formulators. You don't see a lot of other people transparently on the front line, right? You see like like Joey Savage, like a lot of content. From By the way, Joe, if you're watching this, I only put TikTok on my phone for your content videos. That's it. <laughs> the only follow I have. So that whole thing is it, it I think it, it illuminates a lot and it shows that there are so many other people in these workforces and maybe like I I will admit this on this on this podcast right now I suck at sales. Like subs in Wisconsin used to rave about me to Mark Leisure and then they'd be like I love Ben. He's my favorite sales rep cuz he never calls me asking me asking for a PO. <laughs> Don't be that sales rep. That's not, that's not a good feedback. That's horrible. Right. But yeah. maybe you're bad at that, but maybe you have other strengths. By the way, you just proved the statement I made earlier is like everyone used to fight for demand. Yeah. Everyone yeah. used to. Yeah. They loved me because I wasn't calling them. Like I got to fill this, this shelf space. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I have a bit of a different thought process with, with retail and sales. I think that things sell through when people want them to. Uh, it's, that's, that's the correct thought process. Right. Terms and consumption are the key to everything. And 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 that, and that kind of brings me to my whole point of that. You need to know what you bring to the table and what you can do with that person. I know that if say I'm repping a brand and I'm talking to a brick and mortar. I, I A lot of times I imagine myself talking to Jacob at TNS, right? Jacob has 17 different pre-workouts on one shelf. Yep. Like you could be putting liquid gold in this container and you're still putting a new product on the shelf that isn't going to be selling at the same rate as the other ones because they're already selling people are coming back for them. Yeah. So what are you going to do for that person? What are you going to bring that person? What do you offer that isn't what he already has? You have to think about that with every single relationship and people who are, are complaining about not getting a job yet aren't considering that. Yeah. And I mean, that's, and that's part of, part of KM too, right? Like I've been here since February, we've launched what, like four, four or five different products, like since February, which Right now, is I'm 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 impressed by that that rate. Like the the their innovation pipeline has has actually been very impressive uh, to me. I didn't expect it when I came on board, but it, it makes makes my job easier, right? Because I have really cool, fun stuff to talk about with with brands. But like to your point, I I, I have some of them here. But like like probiotic, right? Like a performance probiotic by all means. Yes. In, in, in an exclusive ingredient for cage muscle and like, okay, Jacob, you have yeah. a performance probiotic on shelf? No, I, I don't. Well, that's because we're the first one to have one in the market. Like, right. um, so that's, that's like, that's the, that's the difference that like many companies have to make, right? Like ghost has like first to market collabs that no one's going to be able to touch. So yeah. they have, they have the demand because 
there's no one else supplying anything close. Right. right. So like that's, that's where you have to find, you got to know who you are right to your core, make products that align to who you are as your core, and then find the areas of the market that you can actually address change that kind of bode well to the lifestyle of cage your brand or that person in, in their need state. Right. Yeah. So um, I think every single time I've actually ever talked about cage on a video since I came on with price Law, I've kind of mentioned that you guys know your why, you know, yeah. your who, and every single launch that you guys have had, whether or not it has stood the test of time was true to who you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you, whether or not it was because because we've, we've talked about marketing and i think that marketing a lot of times has to overhype you have yeah. to overextend yourself a little bit on the the explanation whether or not it is as truly innovative as caged words it to be in their copy just like every other brand in the world it was always core caged you know it was always what they need and it's you guys always, always going to be transparent right mm -hmm. it's always going to be naturally flavored and colored and it's, it's always going to be for the most part, like full dose, uh, yeah. to, to the best that we could. Right. So, um, that's, those are like the staples of, of who KM is. And they're also like, I mean, I don't think we've ever, we, we say like, we're this blend of, um, we're hardcore and natural kind of meats, right. Yeah. Like, which, which we are, but you know, I think, I think the, the term lifestyle, um, is, is coined and, and likely trademarked at this point. Uh, so I won't use it, but if you're within, if you're within the caged product set family, um, most of the products that we come out with should align with how you live your life. And that's really important. And I think that you guys have done an exemplary job of sticking to your guns on who you are and what you do. Um, Another example in the industry, which I just think illuminates the point a lot, uh, I get asked all the time why Glaxon doesn't have a protein. You have to have a protein. Why don't they have a protein? Brands have to have proteins. Pro the protein makes a lot of sense for click cage because you guys talk a lot about diet and quality of nutrients and the things that you put in your body. I think that you guys have done a really good job sticking to just those things. You haven't overextended yourself into any categories that I can think of where it didn't actually align with your goals or points no and i mean i think we it's always about purity right like that's why you have a wpi like yeah. it's like that that's the most pure protein you can get you know yeah. that's it um so i mean we've we've talked we've talked internally about potentially a blend like now is not the time to get into any other protein skews no. by any means of the word um but like even if you do that you're, you're gonna formulate it to to likely not compete on a price point level with any other blend on the market yeah. so for us, and the biggest challenge that I see in front of us are is marketing, right? And it's not just like brand marketing or product marketing. It's an entirely new silo um, of educational marketing, mm -hmm. right? Like <clears throat> you're you are a piece of that strategy, right? Like right. we 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 utilize smart people in the industry as third parties to give these opinions about what we're doing. And whether or not someone should potentially give us a try or not, um, but there's an entire list of educational marketing strategy that I've been working on with with Brandon to really hone in on what it means, what 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 this means to us, what it should mean to you, and why we do the things that we do and why it's different, right? right. Like, because if if you're just going to go on Amazon and you're just going to look at like 
I need a, a 1999 pre-workout. Okay, you'll 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 look at the maybe you'll look at the PDP page, but you're probably not going to get the the level of education you need, right? And right. I've always always been in. Trust me, my wife knows because all I do is coach, right? Like I coach, <laughs> I coach my daughter on everything that she does, and it's it's annoying. Um, I have that I have that coaching gene in me, um, and so it's it's that mentality of like teach a teach a teach a person to fish, right? Right. Like that's that's what we we should do, and we should be so confident in our products that we're going to teach you to fish and about these things. And we believe that if you try ours and, and you and you consume it, you're going to feel better and you're going to feel good about knowing the value that you got back. So this is just a theory and I could 100% be wrong, but I don't think I am. I would I would venture to say that Cage Muscle has both a decently above industry average cart value as well as return rate on customers. Uh, you don't have to give us numbers on that kind of stuff, but your brand just begs the the opportunity for a consumer to be like, I like these guys. And I think that I'll like, yeah. I think that their Omega fits into my life. I think their probiotics probably better than my life extension one that I want, but don't sue me life extension. Uh, and, and I think that I, I could find a lot of products on their site and get it all together because I like their thought process. I like their feeling. I like whatever it is. I think that the ecosystem sucks people in. Um, me, I'll leave you with this. I'll give you a little nugget. And I've been, I have a whole bunch of these in my head because I'm like, you know, I'm the, I'm the king of like one-liners. Um, I've been, I've been on the retail side, right? This brand is stickier than blacktop in Arizona on a 120 degree day. Yeah, I believe it. Put that on a t-shirt. Thanks. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, um, it is, it's, 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 it's fascinating to see, um, but it's, it's all about the products and, but to, to what you were kind of alluding to cage hasn't really started marketing yet. Like that's, that's the thing. Like I, I'll, I'll give ghosts yeah. credit. Like they're, they're great at marketing. We've not even like began yeah, like, in terms of formulas, like, and yeah. digital marketing, we, we, we didn't start doing any digital marketing spend until I think in November of last year. Yeah, if you watch, it's funny, if you watch my reaction video to Gethin's Omega-3 video, like, in the middle of it, you can see me being like, oh, this is a really good video. Like, <laughs> this is really good. Like, these guys do this really, I, I had to stop at one point, but like, Chris does this so well. Like, like just in general, not, not just Chris, uh, Brand as well, kind of putting the whole thing together. Like, you Rob, just, Rob, yeah. Rob, Rob helps write those scripts, and Rob. Yeah, you, you just, you want to, like, you want to buy all the stuff at this point, you know? And uh, I, I think that there's a lot to be said for that. I think you guys do have a lot more to stretch your legs in terms of marketing. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're, we've been, we started on it as a digital brand, right? Like, yeah. The, and we're, and we're still, still, and I'll tell you this, like, we're still very under distributed and that's, that's because we don't want to be over distributed. And also the fact that we know that we need to educate appropriately. Like mm -hmm. there's no, there's no reason, rhyme or reason why I should be on any other shelf at the moment until we really are doing a good job educating people about what caged means. Right. And, yep. and we're, and I'm okay with it and everyone on the team's okay with it. And we love our partnerships with Vibin Shop and bodybuilding and GNC. Um, and of course our, our digital is, is a big piece of our business. Um, but like, 
we were we got we got some we got some fun things coming next year around education and um i'll say like we're evolving and um and that's that's who the brand is that's that's who chris is as is at his core too right you never stop evolving things change science changes who you are evolves over time to become better um you know you beat that version of yourself that you were yesterday and that's and that's what that's what that's the mentality we're, we're yeah. continuing, uh in in our culture at km2 and again, showing that you guys know what you bring to the table and you don't need to overextend yourself past that, right? There are brands that have come out and said, our goal is to be as widely distributed as possible. And that's what they want, right? So and that's fine. That's great for them. You guys have decided this is what we want and we're going to do it the best that we can. Yeah. Like, uh, and, I, I and, I, and I respect Dan, right? For, for that too. He's, he's got this, uh, he loves specialty, I think, just as much as much as I do, uh, if not more. And um, you know, the way that they rolled out, I think, was 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 great. And the way that they're taking their RTDs mm -hmm. into a wider market to drive people into the brand makes makes a ton of sense too. But but for us, um, you know, I think the type of individual that that we're gonna get is is not one that's that's you know just out to to buy a, a cheap product. They're gonna yeah. have a hopefully an above average knowledge of, of supplements, the industry, um, they're going to trust us for the quality of our ingredients and, and, and trust that we're going to come out uh, and address any issues that, that happen within health, you know, as we go forward. And, yeah. um, you know, I hate to, I hate to, I hate to use this analogy, but we, we, we want to be able to be known as kind of like the, the, the Tesla of yeah. nutrition and always evolving always have good experiences and you can, you can kind of trust that we're, we're going to be uh, in front of the curve uh, for when it comes to formulations and, and quality. Yeah. Yeah. I think in that, in that analogy, uh, one of the things that I love about Elon and Tesla's, they come out with things that you didn't know that you wanted. Yeah. Right. Like they, they like when they like, I don't know, whatever it is, I don't follow Tesla I mean, that quick. Did, did you know that you needed a, a even more pure fish oil than was on the market did you did you know that, did you? that i think you guys did a great job with that and if we can talk about the probiotic for a second right uh i mean again let's caveat this i am the the vp of sales i did not formulate i did not negotiate any of these things probably don't know too much about it um but uh i'll fill in where you don't <laughs> the fact that lonza came out with that specific probiotic and it featured directly straight into cage i mean it sets a statement yeah yeah no i can because uh, we, we we brought up that we were going to kind of talk about this for a little bit the last couple of years of caged yeah it none there's no negativity of the word about to use it was inconsistent in in releases right there and, and a lot of people struggle with that in 2020 that's not a dig at anyone but to see you guys find a cadence and own into it is really inspiring. Yep. Uh, to see you guys pick up and just start running is inspiring. And I think the, you, you went Omega, you're going probiotic, um, hydrocharged amped again, not, not like a huge crazy formula or anything, but you're starting to set a cadence and a pattern. And it's, yeah. I mean, the, you know, I think, yeah, you're sorry. You're going on, on a, on a little run. I mean, Oh, this, this for, for us, right? Like people love hydrocharge. It's, it's just like, you, I think I you don't have to tell me <laughs> it's, it's, it's a staple in most, like my, yeah. my family goes through tubs of it. My yes. daughter loves hydrocharge. Like that's, 
So I think that's the first supplement name that she ever learned was hydrocharge. That was when I was with BB. Um, and like, this is, to me, this was like our attempt at saying, all right, well, like people need, like, what do we do here in Boise? We do yeah. outdoor activities. What was everyone doing in 2020? Outdoor activities, because they had to, yeah. right? So, but sometimes you need a little extra caffeine. And a little tyrosine. And a little tyrosine, right? A little mental focus yeah. to give you that feel. And so it's, it's uh, in the flavoring, it, and it made sense. And the convenience pieces of this um, is is also an additional benefit in my eye that, um, you know, I think, you know, we have our 60 serve tubs, which are great, but having a convenient pack to take with you, I think is only going to help drive people into hydrocharge so they can get that experience. It also opens up tons of sampling opportunities for us because now as a direct to consumer site as well, we can just take from our inventory and, and pop sticks in, you know, instead of having to plan out, you know, sample runs, it, it actually, it's, it's a, it's a very streamlined thought out um, process, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's just a little bit of a, that flavor was dope. You, have you tried I loved it? Yeah, I loved it. Um, you know, it's really kind of, it's, it's funny. Uh, last year, you guys had, you had an, another incredible social media guy, uh, Nolan, who he took his talents to another company and, and he, doing what he wants to do uh but before he left he he had a call with me and he was just just having a great talk because everyone at cage is always like really just good people and he was like is there anything i can do for you before i leave and the only thing dude i don't even really transparent honest here i can get any something in this industry that i really kind of want you know yeah. i was like i need a lifetime supply of hydrocharge before you leave because i <laughs> that is the only thing that i drink at the rate that i drink that at he's like sorry i can't do it yeah, yeah. I was hoping he'd send me like a like a like a bin of it, like an oil drum of it. Uh, but the, I mean, that stuff. I mean, like, there's electrolytes everywhere. You know, there's all sorts of different prices. But like, I just charge. I just can't stop drinking enough of. Yeah, and I mean, you see, you see this, um, you know, this grab, and and we'll talk about marketing, right? Like IV, um, what's it called? Liquid, liquid IV. Liquid IV. Like it got bought by Equate. Took the market by storm, had tons of cash for, for marketing, right? Um, but like those those products and ours, like are not the same. No. Like, one is for like true like hydration because you're like gonna go, you just got done running an actual like marathon. Ours is for that guy that's walking around with a gallon of water because he knows it's healthy for him and he needs to make sure he gets it down in a day. Yeah. Like that's that's what hydrocharge is for. Like yeah. just regular hydration to ensure that you get your gallon a day like and you would think like you would think that that one's much more easy to educate on than probably the other yeah. but because we don't have like the same marketing budgets one is in every store in the world um and then ours is you know online and, classic. And <laughs> exactly well i think what's really i think the story of hydrocharge is pretty cool though because early on you guys were coming out with your citrulline your creatine stuff like that and it was all unflavored yeah. I remember very specifically, Hydrocharge was supposed to be the flavor system. Yep. But exactly I kind of mentioned before, like things didn't always stand the test of time with Cage, but they were always on brand. Hydrocharge became so much more than, I mean, I don't know what, you know, Brian and Michael were thinking in their brains, but I don't think they were planning on it becoming like a, a cult like product. You know, I have no idea. And that's, it's a, actually it's a great huge. question to pose. And it's, 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 it's a massive, it's a, I'll, I'll put this in category terms. It's an, it's an A skew, you know, it's an, it's an A skew. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a wonderful product, but to, to your point, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, the last few years and I don't even, I don't 
like you said, like they're not super public. Uh, this is probably one of the most public facing things maybe Cage has done um, with just me. Um, but, you know, they, they, they went through a, a shift in manufacturing. Mm. And when you do that, your innovation pipeline and your time to market drastically slows. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what they were doing. And so they set up with the new uh, co-man, like I talked about earlier, that we're extremely happy with the partnership there. Uh, they work way fast um, and it's, it's been great. And we're actually set up now more so ever to scale the brand appropriately, to, to meet the demand, to educate more people, to invest in education and marketing, to grow digitally and in retail. Um, you know, there's some supply chain issues and, and, some, and some employee um, kind of turnout issues that have occurred this year that everyone is feeling we're not the only ones, uh, but we're navigating through it. Uh, but we know that we have the right partners for when it, when it gets aligned, we're gonna be ready to go. Um, and since we've had that alignment, now you you know we're talking about all this innovation that's come out. We had yeah. Amp, Omega, Sleep, and then that'll lead us back to the kind of probiotic you want to talk about a little bit more. Yeah, no, and, and and talk about a good time for you guys to make a jump to this new contract manufacturer last year too, like yeah. right before everything went downhill. And it as could have been bad. <laughs> yeah, as as the guy who talks trash about brands using the wrong commands, like. I called you guys up. This was before you were there, but I called up and was just like, well, Chris may or may not have posted a sample baggie. And and to 99% of the people in this industry, that sample baggies don't mean anything, but I know where they come from. <laughs> and it, I, it's just exciting for me to see Caged, who I love so much, at a place where I trust so much. It was a, it was, it was a big boost. But probiotics, I, I think, again, you think about TNS. They probably got life extension. They probably got project ADs five. They have a couple different digestive products, but do they have a performance probiotic? Well, no one else has one. So no, right. Exactly. Cage is coming in here and offering something with, with actual clinical claims. Yes. On yes. performance that no one else has. Right. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that I know Jacob's going to be picking up, but I know that uh, theoretical hypothetical Jacob, you know, that's a good sell to someone like that because they don't have that yet. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'm super stoked for, I just want to take the probiotic gut health yeah. has become a huge thing for me in the last year. Well, and, and also like, if you, if you're reading the studies too, right? Like we, we have like the, the minimum dose that, that mm. shows results, but there's, there's an even higher dose that had even greater results uh, out mm. there. So if you, if you really want to jack up your, your endurance game, um, you know, giving, giving this guy a whirl, uh, could be, could, could be pretty interesting for you. And what's the, like the retail, like what, what, what should people expect out of the product in terms of pricing and capsules and stuff like that? Yeah. So there's, it's basically, it's 90 caps in here. You take basically three times a day with each meal, right? Okay. Um, so not ideal as far as like when you probably want to take it. Um, yeah. But um, for someone that's regimented and really focused on endurance and eating, it's probably a shoe in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and so, and it's going to retail at 34 99. Um, with with shop and of course like this is exclusive for us uh at the moment and um we we have pretty pretty solid expectations of, of what this for is sure gonna be. it's going to be on um our our app first i think on the 19th uh sunday i'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm butchering that so it's probably not that um let me actually tell you right now if that's okay so uh, my marketing team doesn't yell at me um 
Um, and we we've already shipped we've already shipped this um, to our partners. Vitamin Shop is great at timing launches, so it's probably already in stores right now. Yeah, so we are launching Monday the nineteenth on our on our app, and then it's launching on the twenty second um, on on site in an app. Cool, very uh, cool. And, and then we we will be available um, actually these three products are all brand new um at vitamin shop um so cool. if you look at the vitamin shop probably the week of the 19th they're all actually sitting next to each other uh in the sports nutrition section well, of the brand store. blocking status so super brand block uh all together uh in shop so that that's that's exciting for us they will also be available um on our side of course and bodybuilding.com um is, is carrying the entirety of the line too so. so let me ask you a question that's completely not on the things that we asked that we said we were going to talk about but you mentioned something and i'm going to take this a little bit of a different reaction you were talking about for the customer who is regimented what's the what's the demo for cage like what is what like in a perfect world who is your customer you want me to actually um give this written down tell you exactly who our customer is 100 percent. let me let me tell you exactly who our, i actually just our team just wrote this um because i was like i need to define who exactly this is <clears throat> all right this is no one's seen this before so this is for this is a price plow exclusive price plow exclusive let's go all right the caged muscle customer values health and fitness and prioritizes clean living they're athletes lifters, students, active adults, busy parents, and hardworking professionals. Their motivation is different, but their goal is the same, to live a long, healthy, and active life. They have above average knowledge of supplements and nutrition, but still get excited in new products and novel ingredients. Ingredient quality is important to them, and they're cautious about what they put into their bodies. They're fiercely loyal, and once they've discovered what makes Cage Muscle special, they're customers for life. Love it. I love it. You and I have had some spirited discussions about uh, the type of customers that you sell to mm -hmm. uh, and, and like whether or not they're, we'll say fasted for their pre-workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's always been, I don't know. I, I, I that's exactly what I imagine for cage because yeah. you, I, I like you go to the gym, you always like, like oh, at a lot of great gyms, Axiom in Boise, Idaho has these, they have the mom, who's got a kid in a stroller next to her, but she's in like fucking ravishing shape and she gets all of her meals in. Yeah. You know, yep. that's a case muscle customer in my yeah. mind, at least. Right. Uh, no, it, it is. And you're actually, you know, describing people I interact with at Axiom on a yeah. daily basis. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, they're, they're, I mean, Mike Hildebrand, one of our athletes, I mean, the, the guy's got five kids, I think six on the way. Um, that's a natural competitor guy. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, the director yeah. of like fitness, I think, at Axiom and training. And, um, you know, he's amazing shape, um, but he, he does his meals like he, he lives that, that yeah. kind of active uh, dad lifestyle. But at the same time, you know, like there's uh, there are there are younger kids, you know, 18 to 22 that I see there that are they're repping like these KM flat bills. Right. Yeah. Like, um, and, and they're there, too, because they they know that they can just take one product, right? And yep. they can take our pre and our intra and they're gonna have a, 
a stacked workout. They're going to have a great amount of energy and they're going to get tons of performance and they're going to get their creatine in and they're going to get, you know, the BCAAs because maybe they're going to go to Taco Bell later and, and trash their diet, whatever. Um, but, you know, I think you and I talk a lot about the BCAAs, right? And, sure. and you know, while, while our product is performance-based, right? Um, it is kind of, it's, it's our staple pre-workout. Like that's yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. Will we come out with another pre-workout? Likely. You know? <laughs> um, will it have BCA? Yeah, probably not. Um, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see what the, the future holds. Um, I'm excited for really some of the, some of the new, like we, I just got a list of new products we're launching at the tail end of this year and then into next cool. year. Very excited. Our retail partners are excited too already. So um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun. I'm having a good time. I think when you called me after your trip to California, well, let's be fair. A couple months before you called me and told me that you had a job offer Yeah, and it was like, not that bodybuilding.com is failing again and not that it is, but in the situation that you were in, you, you know, you have a lot of talents and you want them to be used at the right places or the places that are going to use them the most. And caged muscle calling you up. It was like, well, if they're going to use them, absolutely a hundred percent. And when you cut, when you came home from Cali and you called me and you were super excited, like I knew it was happening. Cause, cause you don't, I mean, you, you are a hypable person. Like you do get excited about stuff. And that's one of the things I love about you because so many people um, in this industry are kind of jaded. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, yeah, the cage is coming out with another flavor of their pre-cage. Like, like you're actually excited about stuff, you know? And then Too much, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, as a someone who like still gets excited about stuff, like sometimes I feel alone, you know? <laughs> like I'm stoked about taking a probiotic. I really am. Right. Like, I really, really am. You know what I mean? Or sleep products. I get so excited about sleep products. And you were like, I don't know if this is worth the content. I'm like, I 100% promise you it's worth the content. <laughs> Yeah. Like, so I, I, that's, that's awesome to see. I'm, I'm excited to see what's happening with cage. I think uh, we have a lot to, a lot to watch. And a lot yeah, and I, I, I'm excited. Like Brian, Brian, I don't, and I don't think he gets enough credit. Like he's, he's very forward thinking. He yeah. does the authentic way. Um, and, and I love it. Um, you know, like I'll, I'll go back to this because for me, it was just like all these things I didn't know really about food. Like I knew, right. Like I used to, I used to create fish oil as a private label for, for BB. <laughs> yeah. This stuff is, is very different. Like the fact that like, I felt good just biting into that thing and drinking it down. Like I, there was no other pill I would do that with other than, other than our stuff. Oh, yeah. And just like um, the level of detail, right? Like um, you can go and see like the, the DNA of the fish that you, that you have through this, um, this partnership that we have. And then at the same time, it's, uh, it's just the purity level and the toe tox is super interesting to me. Um, it's just one of those things where we also partnered with, uh, if you go to our PDP page, it's, it's kind of buried, but we partnered with that like Omega blood testing company mm-hmm. too, to where, because we, you know, if you take this for 90 days, like, you will be in the recommended omega range with your blood work. Um, And that's why there's two grams of the EPA and the DHA in here, because that's what the data told us to do, right? Like it's, it's not just because 
we bought a generic fish oil and slapped a label um, just to round out your bag for when you want to add a fish oil um, to, because there are brands that just come out with yeah. fish oils and random single ingredients um, because it's going to increase your cart value. We, that's not how we operate specifically. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's fun. And that, and that one for me was, um, that one got me jazzed up because I'm like, if this is how we do things, then I'm, I, I made the, I made a really good decision. I can promise you, and uh, this is almost to a fault. I would never have gotten this excited over any other fish oil in the product in the industry to a fault, because if you watch my video, I actually end up realizing that there is a product out there that is not far from yeah. what omega-3 is and i i very honestly devil advocately said hey there there are some other people doing these right things and sure. i felt bad that i had not given them the excitement that i was giving caged because i was that excited about it you know is, like, this, revive? is this revive yeah revive i actually i uh, i was on the phone with with dom like the next week and i was like hey uh you should talk about your fish oil because i didn't know these things yeah. you know like this this was this is a great quality here and because that wasn't communicated, I mean, I know about the bullshit in fish oil, you know, like it, it, it's kind of like every time the new BS story comes out with supplements, like, you know, prop blends are bad, you know, protein spiking is bad, but you didn't know this new thing that's going to get unveiled. Yeah, that's how I felt when I when I learned more about this from Brian, when I had that call with Brian, I was like, because you, you whenever I go into these as the price plug guy, I try to find the holes in it because like everyone has a story to tell for sure. For sure. But it was like, okay, there's a lot of really bad fish oil. Because literally on the phone call with Brian Rand, I'm in my kitchen. I'm on my phone on speakerphone, and I'm squeezing fish oils into my mouth, like left and right. Like I'm trying, I think I tried like six different fish oils. You can imagine I have a couple different in my kitchen. And uh, they were all bad, except for caged and revised. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, note to market, if you're buying anything else, you know, just come over to KM or, or Revives um, and test it out. That. We'll give that. I'll give, I'll give them that. I'd like I said, abundance, baby. Abundance. I you love know? it. There's, there, are mo there's more shitty fish oil on the market than there is good. So uh, let's, uh, I'll gladly share that with, with Revive and Dom. So let's, so let's, let's round this thing out. Your statement on the industry, where we are, that's a huge wide topic for you. The first thing that comes to mind, we got to be more abundant. I'm guessing it's kind of where this is going. Uh, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's, um, I, I do think that there's a lot of really good things happening in the industry. I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of fun stuff happening. I think there's a lot of excitement. Um, I think the ingredients and some of the, just the new science that's coming out, like not even just in sports nutrition, but in um, ingredients and, and being able in testing DNA testing and the amount of blood work you can do and glucose monitoring that all of that stuff in my mind will come together in this beautiful synergistic means to amplify health for the masses if they choose to, um, to where, you know, my brother-in-law is in a space and he's, he's building um, kind of a tech uh, platform that's going to connect to all these different devices and be able to track and, and you can basically based off of what they're seeing they could potentially make you know recommendations that you need a pure fish oil and then cool. they, it's 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 pretty it's pretty intense but that's where I, the industry is is going yeah. and so you know i think the we'll continue to to have these types of relationships with with mass retailers 
but at some point you will, we're going to be pretty personalized and um, getting people to know the brand and trust how we make and uh, what makes us different is I think going to be the most important uh, facet to, to driving consumer trust, because that is, that I think is the number one thing um, that we can do is drive consumer trust especially right now as there's more people getting into the health fitness industry than I think we've historically seen um, in a long time, just based off of uh, the, the terrible pandemic that we all experienced in, in 2020 and into this year. So, and now hopefully, hopefully things don't spike back up. So. I love it. I think you're so right. Uh, there's so much good happening. I'll share one last story before we get out. A really cool one that actually is tied to cage. I think it was 2016. I was at the Idaho Fit Expo. Have you been to that? Uh, it, it was, uh, I think the last year they did it was 2017. So okay. it, before I moved here. So uh, 2016, I, I'm pretty sure it was 2016 because I did it two years in a row. I think that was the last one. Uh, was the first year Cage had done it as well. Um, what year did you guys start in? We are seven. So we are 2014. We're not legacy. No, we didn't talk about that. We're only two years older than goats. So, (laughs) so we were, Glazier and I were walking around the the stadium. We stopped at your booth and there were pre-caged samples. We picked up these pre-caged samples and we were new to seeing cage um, at that time. And I remember because at that point, we were really one of the only like fully transparent pre-workouts. There was another tattooed guy that had one, but we had beef with him. And we we picked up your samples. And we were like, we looked at each other. We were like, I would take this. <laughs> like, who, who are these guys? <laughs> and and that, <laughs> how and how how crazy that five years ago was there was a point in time where I was literally only interested in taking one pre workout in yeah. the world. And now, if you go into pretty much any store outside of like the mom and pop shops that sell. Their isopropyl and new peptin stuff. If you, if, you, if you closed your eyes and threw a dart, you'd find something pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Right? This industry, uh, there's a lot of good happening. I think that we're kind of in a spoiled position where we get to sit here and talk about the bad. Yeah. I mean, you talked about TNS. I mean, 17 pre-workouts. Like, I trust trust Jacob. Yes. Right? Like, as an individual, he's going to get really solid pre-workouts in his store. Yes. Um, not one of them is caged you know? right so yeah you're gonna get there's 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 really good pre-workouts out there of course there's a specific market that would appreciate like what we do versus someone else but in general if you don't care about that stuff then yeah there's something for you comparatively to a 10 years ago even eight years ago right there the difference in transparency ingredient quality efficacy um all of those things is i would say night and day yeah so we're in an extremely privileged situation where we're able to sit here and complain about a few bad actors not following the fda's guidelines or or whatever right But but let's talk about the power of brand and marketing then there right like those guys that were around there are still big yeah still still the sometimes the loss leaders in a lot of these retail stores just because you know people have been taking them for for years yeah right? so, um but yeah it's i mean i think i think some of them are even their hands are being forced right like some of the yeah. big big guys have made some evolutions in formulas in the last 20 project months. clear evolution from cellucor 
that's one. Uh, I think I have eight made a lot of updates to, to yeah. their product SKUs, yep. their series as well. Um, I, I haven't gandered too much at like some of the BSN changes. Um, with, I didn't know, know that they had, they have a new Vaso. I know. Okay. Out, um, mm-hmm. But I haven't, I haven't gotten to look at that formula yet, but I'm assuming it's probably um, more so in line with what the mainstream is. Yeah. So like, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's these other brands that are driving yeah. the market and the innovation of something like that's, what's important. That's, what's cool. Right. Yeah. And, and you can't just turn a blind eye and you can't, can't launch, launch a pre-workout and not touch it for, you know, five years. And, um, and that's, <laughs> and that's, but that's, but that's, that's something true. That you have, you have to evolve and the science is going to change, especially at a, at a rapid pace, which is what we talked about why we chose a different manufacturer. So we can move, much yeah. faster so we can create products quicker we can dress trends we can we can get on tiktok fast um yeah a little we can have a little bit of personality too right like i think yeah. there's there's a fine line um between um you know being being an absolute goof and having fun and being passionate about what we do and um and doing it in, in the right way so uh it's it's fun yeah uh over the years, there's been doubters or trash talkers about the innovation with Caged, and like, like I have been outspoken on what I think you guys have done. When people uh, try to bring it down, just what you just said, the the other companies that have elevated this industry so much to the point. I'll tell you what: two years ago, when Project Clear Evolution came out from Cellucor, we had a joint call with Fitness Informant, Stack 3D, and Cellucor, and they we got on the call, and it was pretty much like we're doing this. Aren't you guys proud of us? You know, and I don't, and it was, it was an awesome moment. I'm not trying to put them down yeah. for saying that. Like that was, it, I, I used to say that I need a shoe if, if like ever got rid of their plot, but you know, but um, it wouldn't be that way if it wasn't for the cage muscles and the neutropios and the ghosts pushing that. Without a doubt, like without a doubt. And um, yeah, I remember when they pushed that too, I was, I was excited for it. Right. Cause yeah. I, I was part of that that clan. I was like, "You're propland. Like, you got to grow up." Yeah. You know? Well, we get retailer. That's that's like what you do. You got to look at these trends, and you got to let people. Retailers have a lot of power to yeah. too, right? Um, to say what they need, what they're seeing. Um, to, we get to, told that we're the one percent. I'm sure you've seen that, like that that we the educated consumers are that we get told all the time. You're the one percent. People buy C4 all the time, yeah. but apparently we're the loud one percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of 1%. <laughs> I missed um, it. <laughs> no. Are you still launching your 1% video? Oh, uh, yeah. I have to figure out how we're going to put this together. Um, <laughs> because I think it's a great point. The fact, So for anyone listening or watching, the 1% or idea is the, it's actually from a quote, I'll give him credit, Mark Leisure says that really 1% of the industry is actually third party testing their product. So Darren said their manufacturer may, uh, tests for them. They also have their informed choice and everything, but their micro pure testing themselves, they do that themselves. There's only 1% of the industry that does that. And you're actually required to do that by test by, by uh, law. Right. If you are audited by the FDA, you have to prove that you scientifically validated that these products are containing the things that are on the label. Uh, and a COA from your manufacturer, a COA from your Chinese ingredient manufacturers is not scientific validation. Testing from a actually, you know, FDA validated uh, lab 
is scientific validation. And supposedly only 1% of the industry is doing that. And I, I, I would like to talk about, you know, the 1% who that is. If yeah. it's, you know, I, I think we can give those guys shouts and they, everyone who watches this channel knows who they are, but it's suffice to say that caged is a large part of that 1%. Yeah. And that's, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I had, I had opportunities to go to potential other brands too. And because of the way caged test products, because of um, the opportunity I saw from a marketing perspective, I mean, that's why, that's why I chose KM because I think they could make the biggest difference within the industry uh, from where I stood. And you gotta feel good about what you're doing. Yeah, I feel great. Uh, the team's awesome. I think we got a lot of good things in place. Like I said, I can't, overshare although I'm, I'm prone to it which is why this is a recording and not live yeah. uh, because sometimes I, I get loose-lipped um, but I think I've done good uh, so far on this but yeah at the end of the day Ben uh, Mike as well we value price plow we appreciate what you do for the industry um, and you know we're excited to to be able to do more content with you to educate your following on what 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 KM's up to we don't want to be silent um, we have a lot of stuff going on and we want to share it with the world and we want to educate at the same time so that's why uh, you guys are part of that strategic uh, partnership that we have and uh, we'll continue to uh, be transparent and, and and let you know what's up well we're looking forward to it Darren thank you so much for sitting down with us this has been a lot of fun it's been a long time coming but I think it's finally the right time to do it bros for life <laughs> all right well thanks so much for being on uh anything you want to you want to you want to plug your husky boy instagram um not really uh follow uh cage muscle sups um for sure uh we have that's that's really our, our means of letting you know what's new what's coming out on our app um and in in our uh at our dot com um that's probably the best way to keep up with with us if you want to subscribe to our newsletter please do that as well um i keep i keep pretty up to date but my uh my instagram is a kind of me as an individual so if you like just having fun that's me but also i represent cage so uh sometimes i'll put cage stuff sometimes i'll put stuff about me sometimes i put philosophical stuff that, because i'm a dad and i'm just thinking about stuff so uh, and that's at huskyboy.co um is my my handle i think it's .co. i don't even know it, my is, it is okay yeah. huskyboy.co so uh no but i appreciate you guys thank you